<laughs> All right. Welcome to Adventure Damsels, everyone. Whoa! Oh, yeah. We have a new setup. <laughs> new setup. McKenna mm-hmm. lives with us now. Yeah. We incorporated her into our, our lair. Yes. So we're going to jump in, except Michael has a little spotlight that I want to talk about. Ooh, ooh, spotlight time. Hey, guys. So let me do a little spotlight because there's so many wonderful and fabulous people on uh, on Twitter in the D&D community, and they're all just so creative. But this one is a little bit different. The, uh, these guys are called A Few Burnt Hairs. They have not <laughs> a weird name, but they have a candle shop. That's all D&D themed. And it doesn't smell like burning hair. Yeah, it doesn't smell like burning hair. Yeah, Burn. go, like, cover everyone. <laughs> what are the scents? Yeah. So we got Druid's Magic Candle. Oh, Candle of Metamorphosis. Ooh. Oh, that's cool. And, yeah. Really? Yeah, it's like, it's super pretty. You know, like, they have, like, these wood wicks. And then they have, like, all these, they have, like, uh, um, a bunch of warlock patron themed candles. So we got like Hexblade. And oh yeah, and they have all of their scents here that are all kind of um, D&D themed. Like we got, where's, the, where's my favorite? We got Second Wind, mm-hmm. Tavern <laughs> Spirits. Oh, I didn't even see this one. Aww. Spice Pumpkin King, okay. Mm. We need to we need to we need to have our place smell like pumpkin pie. I just want to pumpkin pie. Keep trying to scroll down on it on my screen. Yeah, I don't care. Arctic wind. Yeah, see, and then they got like these like uh, D and D like potions. Emirates love. Yeah. Valentine's Day. Yeah, I thought I thought. These people would be very appropriate spotlights since it's so close to Valentine's Day. No, by the time I edit it, I don't know if this will be anymore. <laughs> it's okay. In our and they have they also do little greeting cards too. So they have they have a bunch of fun stuff. I love you for yeah, your Yeah, see, they got greeting cards, candles, trinkets, a bunch of fun stuff. Their website itself is pretty neat. Honestly. Yeah, right. Their website is like, like they have like super, burning like it was like embers. And I'm like, Ooh, okay, coming so up, there. yeah. So go go check them out. So a few burnt hairs at few burnt hairs on Twitter and a few burnt hairs dot com. Go check out their awesome. interestingly that domain name has not been taken. Yeah. I think they're they're smart. They're like nobody's gonna burn a few hairs for a website. <laughs> they're gonna bring a whole head. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get started on the recap. Dungeon damsels. Wow. The the damsels had a rough go last time. Chaothi made a deal with Rio Triet, the dark lady, who told her to. Who told Kayanthi that she needs to slay her grandfather, Eorthander, who is an ancient dragon in disguise. Uh, Kayanthi comes back from this vision, and Luna becomes enraged that her friend would make dealings with someone, namely 
grave tree. Actually, would cause her personal grave. Um, and started off. Ellen Gerald followed her not too far behind. It was there that Luna revealed that her druidic powers were waning. Elendriel and Luna's only solution was to leave the caves faster, but they were impeded by a group of male drow on patrol. They were from Marinel and looking for Kiara, <laughs> the Daniel's new addition to the group. Elendriel offered the patrol some drugs. Yes. Well, Kayami <laughs> helped Kiara, and the arcane boys escaped in, into the tunnels. From there, with guidance from Farius's maps and vibes from Kayathe's bond with Brio Treyot, they found Kurlip, an artisan town of Duragar. Due to a rough first impression, the spiritual leader, Tarni Nagank, insisted the elders not be disturbed during their rainbow walk, which you can only assume is some kind of meditation or vision walk. With an hour to kill, the arcane boys split off to explore the new town, and the damsels did some shopping. After obtaining a few items, they returned to the elders. Found out the river had been blocked, and the landslide. The only way to get out of the caves was straight through Rio Trax's tomb. The Duragar, as keepers of this tomb, were not too eager to let strangers into a dangerous space, but decided, after a few persuasive individuals swaying them with some gifts. <laughs> The de- uh, they decided to give the damsels a chance turn- and um, test their their marriage. So it turns out that a hag has taken some of the resident sporlings and is using them in her nasty concoctions. Oh no. Kayanthi, uh, you also want to deal with, the, I think it was the blacksmith or one of the artisans. Like, if you get this cauldron, then you can get the sword. I want to pull for. <laughs> and then um, last we ended with you guys getting ready to go and hunt the hag so Kira Mort is the Mort guard who brought you in she says well we are all ready to go hunt some hags yeah come on guys let's go let's do it what was that okay we're going to give um Serena, a chance to do the shopping thing, but we need to go to the Of course, she left right now. We're talking to her. But we need to go. Um, I can do that. We, if you guys don't mind. Right now, well, here, I'll, um, as long as I just have floral parasols for, in preparation for the sunlight, I'll be fine. As long as I just have floral parasols for, in preparation for the sunlight, I'll be fine. Um, you can use an action to throw dust in the air and create um, 
and become invisible for 2d4 minutes. Oh yeah, you and each creature and an object within 10 feet of you becomes invisible for 2d4 minutes. Duration is the same for all the subjects. Just enjoy this. Um, you can use the action, an action to smash a pellet against a hard surface, causing the pellet to shatter and release dust uh, into the air, and then who inhale, whoever inhales it has to make a con save or take damage. Uh, same idea with dust of sneezing and choking. And then there's also the Goldian Lion, which is like a, uh, what, yeah, it's a golden lion statue? But, you know, you can use a word of command and it becomes a living creature. Lloyd the Lion. Lion friend. Yeah. Aslan. I would name him Lloyd. Lloyd. That's a good name. Lloyd the Lion. They're always created in pairs, so you can use both them one or both simultaneously. Each can become a lion for up to one hour. Once a lion has been used, it cannot be used until seven days have passed. And. That's gonna be like a whole two months session. <laughs> <laughs> then there's um like a stone of absorption. Oh, cool, cool. The gem of brightness. Um, an ivory lizard traveling. It um it has the same stats as a riding horse, but it's a lizard and has twenty four charges. Um, I thought it was going to be like the Roman notes. When it reverts to... When it runs out of charges, it has to recharge, and after seven days, it's recharged. Um, then there's like the gem of brightness, and you can do like a couple of different things with it. I liked the first thing you mentioned, but anyway, I also really like the disappearing dust and the lions. I'm like, uh, no, I, I like the first thing you mentioned, but I also really like the disappearing uh, dust into lions. I'm like, uh, no, I had to change. Just sitting there. <laughs> okay, so you like see the stone and the dust. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just sitting there. You see anything? Okay. Um, we'll say just. Dude, uh, we'll say that you picked the dust of disappearance because you already have an idea in mind of what you wanted to with it. So make the idea behind this was that you would basically exchange a couple of songs on your flute for this dust because like they don't breathe air, so they can't play wind instruments. So this is so this is a new experience for them. So okay. um, make we'll say they ask for three songs, so ask for three performance checks. Okay. Uh, sure. Okay. Come on, you can do it. Do you want some guidance? Right. Uh, sure. You can give me one, um, plus one equal to one of your decks. Uh, 19 plus, one, plus 2. Alright. Before Arhoft is a strong start. That one was, uh, 19 plus 2. That is Arhoft is a strong start. And then that's 21. Yeah, 21. So that's a 19. And then one last one. That's a 15 plus 2 plus, plus 2. two. 17. So that's a 19. And then one last one. That was really good. Thank you, Dad. That was awesome. Okay, yeah. Dang. Yeah, those are all pretty good rolls. Yep. Yeah. That was really good. Thank you, 
dice? That was awesome. <laughs> you have the gesture disappears now. So it's okay, you'll be, you'll be getting a sword. Okay, you're gonna get a message from Michael because I'm on his. Oh, you're on my Discord. Yeah, so that's the dust, I'll just send it to you. Okay, so Kira, Kira, Kira has her dust. You were guys hanging. You were hanging out with Kira Bort. She asked you guys if you want to go hunt tags. Yeah, we have to save the spoilings. Okay, so Kira Bort leads the party back out of Carlop and down a winding path. There's a narrow cave mouth. That she ducks into and the rest of the party follows. Kira leads you down a series of tunnels, occasionally pausing to get her bearings. The smell of seawater clings to the air, and you also feel a mist start to permeate your skin. The stalagmites and stalactites are thinner, but also sharper than what you had seen before, likely due to all the moisture in the air, as you can hear several points of water dripping. After an hour, Kira Mort halts and motions for the party to duck down and come close. There it is. A hag house that should be just around the corner. She's not exactly subtle. There is, so you guys peek around the corner, there is a ramshackle hut that has been built out of rusted metal plates propped against one another and held together by what appears to be woven seaweed rope. There's a centralized pool that from the smell of it is an inlet from the sea caverns. A small cage has been erected from a series of bones and sea-soaked ropes. Inside are the swirlings. Their caps quiver and spores release on occasion, but mostly, but most of them sit so dejectedly, their silent voices are almost heard. There's a shuffling, and a small creature with scales, webbed hands, and large eyes goes and licks some old fish bones cleaned, as there are lots of just half-eaten fish, like kind of like spewed all around the area. And here, I'll try to get it up and find them. So wait, we see like a like a lizard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an Argonian. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's an Argonian. Yeah. Well, I'll swear. You swear you've seen this guy before. Looks really familiar. To uh, Luna and Ellie and. Well, uh, Luna, he seems really familiar to you. Mm-hmm. I know where it's on. Make a history check. Hey, roll to look for a cauldron. Yes, absolutely. Either way. Uh, let's see, I roll. Twelve? Either way. Uh, see, I roll. The camera's off. Twelve, Nick. You think, and you're just like, ah, it's familiar about this guy. Like, he, he looks like the, um, the fish guys that you ran into at the very beginning. Oh, yeah, I see. So, com- completely out of nowhere question, but does the space above the hut happen to be 100 feet high or more? Yeah, it's 103. Okay, it's feet. <laughs> and then I rolled a 18 perception. Okay, yeah, so you tiptoe around the corner, peek around some stalactites, and there, by the campfire, is the cauldron. 
Sweet yelp, yelp suggest. Okay, can you guys see the map? Here we go. Whoa! Ah! This is pretty. So over the over here's the cauldron. Here's Bruno. The hags over here. You guys are down here, and then uh, Kira marks with you guys. She kind of like it's like across the whole dang thing. Yeah. Oh, All right. Yeah. Oh, lightning has a range of 120 feet. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Where is the water? And we'll just, you know, put them up, I guess. Yeah, you see, Kira uh, just pulls out this crossbow and clicks it back and says, "There you do some. Oh wait, you want to boys? You already do some wishing. Shh. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, I'm so glad you're, you're joining us. Uh, I did like a good hunt. My sleep is how I can move. So, so uh, like, she goes into the shadows and just, like, freaking vanishes. What plans do we have? Are we just going to go ahead and build a hag? Don't think too hard. Smash, smash. Obviously, we'll have to think of something. Smash, smash, tiger. Linda's gonna cast lightning and strike her down. Yeah, she failed. Okay, yes, yeah, Linda's Thirteen lightning damage under damage. Okay. All right, so Luna will cast lightning. Yes. Yeah. Linda casts lightning and down from the sky, some lightning clouds assemble, and then. Oh. I didn't even see it coming. Didn't even see it coming. This uh, blue lightning forks down from the ceiling and strikes the hag. She takes 13 damage. Okay. And uh, roll for initiative, everyone. That definitely would have the hag. Definitely started combat. I wonder why. (laughs) Oh, come on. Yes. Plus dexterity. That would be. I think. So I think it is a dex modifier. Yeah. 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 I got a four. I got a four. Yeah! yeah. I got four. Yeah. 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 I got four. Me too. Yay. Yeah. I've done it. Four. Hi. I got a ten. No big deal. <laughs> What's your dex modifier? What's your dex modifier? Plus two. Okay, I think I go first then between the two of us. Okay, uh, top of the round is the hag. She will die. Okay. Alright. And then it's Cure Morts. And then it's. Uh, uh, the, no, wait, it's uh, Kayanthi. Hag, Kayanthi. And then Kira. Okay, so the hag is. Gonna turn around and be like, ah, ah. she turns her foul nose up and sniffs no. the air. She's like, ooh, I smell some pretty elves over there. Oh. And then she, 
Jinx! Oh my god! Yeah. 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 What she'll do is... I imagine by default, that's what your presentation smells like. Just like constantly, or whatever, you're cleaning yourself. What she does is she takes her barnacle or staff and then puts it in her cauldron and begins to stir it. Uh And then this fog cloud comes out of it and goes... So the area is now obscured, and you don't know where she is. You'll have to come find me. Next up, next up, it's Kaya and the. Okay, let's see. So it's the magical fog. Yeah. It's the same as fog cloud. Well, I don't know what those rules are actually for this supply. If you need the actual tool, this supply, I'm going to shoot my light bolt from my hand. I'm pretty sure the balance is all dropped. Blind is off. I don't know. Um, no, if you, I mean, like, if you want to try to hit her with a one-year sunbolt, it's just a disadvantage because you can't see her. Okay. Oh, I'm just impressed with myself that I remember the sunbolt. <laughs> yeah, you have some support spells now, so. I do. I'm trying to be like spell out. Yeah, you got it. So I touch her. All these spells have to do with things I see. But if I just believe it, maybe. Can you like buff us? Maybe. Like, do you have like us? Regular buffs, except for like this. Oh, I'm trying to look at Oh, I, I, so, okay. Uh, I can't touch her. Now, so. I do, I'm trying to look at like the people. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> well, I can't touch her. All these spells have to do things I see, but if I just believe it, maybe. Can you, like, buff us, maybe? Like, do you have, like, glass? Regular buffs, except for, like, Oh, I, I, okay. Hold on. Make it stronger or hide it better? Hold on. Okay, who here is you push it? Not me anymore. Like, who has uh, the lowest AP? Probably me. I got 16. I got 16 too, but I think with my new necklace, I have higher HP, so so yeah, probably you. Yeah. I I, I only have like 37 HP. So I think I'm just Your AC? No, my AC is 16. 16, okay, that's the number I'm looking for. What does everyone else have? Uh, 16. 16. What's my AC? Yeah. 16. All of you guys? Oh. Yeah, you have a bunch of bucks. 
So, like, a buff that I already have is Luna. One of the shields of fate where I can attack someone by two, but I don't think she's attacking right now. Um, so, I, mean, I think shield of fate's gonna only apply to you? Are you I think, I think you would put it on the other people. Make sure it's a choice. Yep. So, I oh, mean, right. like, okay. Luna or Kiara would be a good. Yeah, thing. you can also That's... hold your action to see who she attacks. Wait, if I hold my action, then I use it for my action. Yeah, you can say, like, I want to hold my action until I see that I attack, attack okay. someone. Yeah. Yes, I would love to do that. I didn't know I could do that. I would love to do that. Oh, yeah. That's, that would... Yes. Okay, I'll be, you know, nice. tense and ready to do that ourselves. Next up is Kira Mort. Okay, cool. She... Anyway, yeah, so she she's just gonna go and uh, walk around the edge of the the water and um, you guys can't see her but you did see her vanish off in that direction. And uh, so we'll have I'll, I'll move her afterwards when this comes back up. So Ellie, it's your turn. Oof, okay. Uh, yeah, that's I'm, like the thought. Uh, cool. Perfect. Um, I am going to cast uh, Conjure Animals, so I'll like reach in my pack, get whatever remainder uh, little trinkets that I have carved, and I bring out four little ones that are like carved like spiders, and I think about um, Luna transforming into a spider, I'm like, alright guys, maybe you can find her! And I am going to summon four giant spiders. Either giant spiders or wolf spiders. Okay. I think there's a big difference if it was real life wolf spider. I like that. Wolf spiders are so big. But they're not horse sized. (laughs) Horse sized spiders. So I can cast it 60 feet. Okay, your spiders. I know there's some in dark lands. Uh, well, there are driders, but yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Well, this is yeah, this is there's driders in mine. How big are they? Um, I think they're medium. If they're giant wolf spiders, are medium. All right, so where do you want this one? 60 feet away from you, do you want it by the pillar? Do you want it over as, on? as close as I can to that bottom line? Six. I can get you there. Okay, I can just summon a giant. Yeah, so that'd be like I think I could summon it so far. So I think I can summon two of them. There's a giant spider. Okay. Um, or, you know what? It's, it's, sorry, you, you did four already, so let's just. I just have one out two. right now, oh. so I can just make it bigger. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I'm like frantically going through my giant list of creatures in my first one. Alright, so. These guys are, are there. 
Alright, so you summon your two giant spiders on the edge of the pool. Mm-hmm. Okay, is that your turn? Uh... Here, and then I'll, I'll just move closer to them. Just on the other side of the, the rock, closest to the white spider. Sure. Okay. I think that's as far as I can go. You put me on the other side of the rock. Yeah, right there. Perfect. All right. Let's go. So I'm like hiding behind the rock. Okay. Next up is Luna. Okay. And then Kiara, you're up after her. Um, I think I'm gonna um, I'm gonna hold my action until I see the okay. see her. All right. Do you want to move? Um, I want to go behind the. Crystal thing. We don't see her still, so I'm going to. Kira. I think I'm just gonna do. uh, Does magic missile work if I can't see them? It's an automatic hit, right? I think I'm just gonna do. Does magic missile work if I can't see them? It's an automatic hit, right? I think. Yeah, I don't think you do a. Of your choice that you can see, you have to be able to see her. So okay, so I can't see her then. Um, yeah, and you can also hold your action too. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Pops out. She can get so a when she's magic invisible, is it more like of a chameleon effect, or drops. is it like an invisibility spell? Like yeah. you should be done. So when she's invisible, is it more like a chameleon effect, or is it like an invisibility spell? Like, can it be done? I'm gonna do it. So she's in the fog cloud. She's in the fog cloud, and you can go over there and try to find her. Um, but I'm gonna yeah. do it. All right. So dash. you can. Do you want to um, use your action and to dash? I have my familiar yeah. Brian right. as a that give me any bonuses to. Um, and if I have my familiar Brian. Does that give me any bonuses to, um, perception? Yeah, uh, Cinder? Yeah, Cinder, that's cool. Um, great. Since I'm making a perception check for, uh, great. And so I'm making a perception check for, uh, okay. Um, making a perception. Um, since I'm making a perception check for, uh, okay. Um, making a perception. Yeah, just want to do a perception check right now. Let's see. Okay. Well, she does. She's flying above. So that's it's a high DC because it's <coughs> a dense a fog. Two. Okay. Oh, sorry, so plus that's three. a 14 perception. plus two. <laughs> Excuse me. That's uh, a 14 plus two. Okay, so like... Uh, oh, sorry, plus three. Perception. Perception. So okay. it's a 17. So the, your owl friend flies in there and, and swoops around and um, she can see the hag in like whiffs and shadows here and there, but can't pinpoint her. Uh, she knows she's in the fog cloud still. And, um... I don't know what mechanic this would utilize. If it's like, if it's a... I, I don't know if she can do this mechanically, because her familiar is a creature. I can see through my familiar's uh, eyes. Oh. At least that's that's what it said. I can double check. Um. Well, we'll I'll just here. I'll propose this. Um. Once you get in there and start trying to go in there and hit her, 
You can add a D4 to your your hit to two hit um, because she's poking you. Okay. Is it close? So I don't know what so I don't know what mechanic that would actually be. It could be that like with the dense fog, um, you'd know where she is, but she, like if she just steps through the different disadvantage, but with that, like the owl's sort of giving her an advantage and be a straight roll, while the rest of us would be disadvantaged. Yeah, but her owl, the only thing that's catching me up on that is, like, she can't tell her owl to do an action during combat. Yeah, that's true. That's the only thing being snagged on, otherwise it's just going to be like, So, yeah. because we're in combat, yeah. I'll give you the d Okay. Alright, now it's the hag's turn. You guys just hear her cackling. <laughs> Nothing happens. Did you get, um, uh, initiative first? Oh, yes. thank you. Whoa! Natural 20 for the scooters. Yeah, and they're super dexy. 23 for them. So they might be coming up next. They got 20? 23. 23, okay. 23. Yeah, this, the spiders are next to them. Okay, um... I'm gonna... They can move 30 feet. So will that get them into the fog cloud? And basically, they're just going to be playing Marco Polo. And using their blind sight. Yeah. That's exactly why I wanted them. But they only have blind sight out to 10 feet. So again, it's just Marco Polo in their... Marco Polo with a bit of advantage. Yeah. You opened your eyes, you're cheating. (laughs) Okay, so they had... um... (laughs) They had 30 feet, so they got into the edge of the fog cloud. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, I'll just use their... They'll use their action to just continue to go through the fog cloud. All right, so... And they have um, blind sight up to 10 feet, so 10 feet around them. So wherever they find the, the hag, they're just going to stop, stop right next to the hag. Okay, but they're not going to be able to attack her. Yeah, so, um, do you see the map? I do. Where do you want them to look? Okay, um, So they started, like, what, here. Uh, you talk to... Okay, okay. You, uh, this is the... Clo- yeah, sorry. One closer to the hut, and then one closer to the fireplace. Like that? Yep. Alright, where's Waldo? Did they did they sense anything or no? Um. Okay. Um. Yeah, I think they would have. So they found her here. Okay. And if they have any remaining movement, they would move as close as possible to the hag, just to be like right on top of her. You can't really. Exactly. Uh, it, like, it would be, like, un, kind of on this... Yeah, alright, so... Well, they have, like, climbing speed, so they can yeah, be they on can top just, Yeah, it'll just be... This one can just be on the cage. Alright, they're over there. Those little mushrooms are probably freaking out. Right? Yeah. Oh, like, no, that's <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, the swirling to there, there's, like, <laughs> giant spider legs crawling all over there. <laughs> we, we cut back to Ellie, holding her staff, and she's like... Don't worry, Swirlings, you guys are going to be safe. Cut back to the spider. 
So just to recap what the hag did, you guys hear her cackling in the fog cloud, and um, <laughs> nothing else happens. Yeah, she's probably just spending her time laughing. It's fine. <laughs> hey. She doesn't know there's spiders. And then Kira, it's next <laughs> is Kira more, and she's gonna go one, two, three, four. You could do a Kira Watch out, Hag, you're gonna get a handful of dusted sneezing. <laughs> um, yeah, she kind of wedge herself there. Wait. She's just waiting for the right time. Okay. Okay, Anthe, she's still in her fog cloud. What do you want to do? Do you want to move closer? Um, I mean, as close as I can get to her. Alright, right, so you want to use your action to dash? Am I dashing in any particular direction? Uh, which way do you want to go? Do you want to go along the left or around to the right? Um, so up the right. Okay. There's more space to run around. You might go that way. Okay, so that's 30 feet. What's your speed? Uh, it should be 40 feet. Okay, so that's 40 feet. So that's your movement. You have you can use your action to dash, and then you also have the ability to step in the wind. Remember what that does? And my font, as I told you before, on my wonderful little PDF, is so dang small. Yeah, if I ended up being like this close to the camera, you know what's going on. <laughs> Okay, it'll make the best thumbnail. Am <laughs> <laughs> I still holding the action of that spell, by the way? Um, if you don't release it by the end of this turn, it's not used. Yeah, it's okay. not expended. So. I mean, the hag already went, so I basically mm-hmm. don't need to do the spell. Yeah, so you don't. I mean, you can still do it on one of your allies. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it would it would make more sense to do it on either Luna or Kiara since they're going to be close range, most likely. Since they're both. Yeah, like because she's going to be close range, I'm going to be trying to concentrate on this spell. So it's like the less I, less I get targeted, the less I have to make concentration saves. Yeah, I usually keep my distance. So. You don't have to worry about me. Hulk yeah. smash. Hulk smash up close and personal. Did yeah. Hulk <laughs> wants interview. Hulk wants interview with this. Yeah, yeah it might make sense of her. I have a question. It might be better to actually put a sanctuary on Ellie. Because she's not going to be directly attacking anyone. It's going to be your spiders doing it. So then that will mm-hmm. give people disadvantage attacking her. 
if I so if I don't, so I basically had Shield of Faith on hold. If I don't use it, is that a spell slot used or no? I don't, no, I don't no. think so, no. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I probably just won't do the spell. Um, yeah. And then I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to try and aim for her with one of my cute little magic bolts. Okay, um. Good. Yeah. Yeah, roll, roll the hit at disadvantage because you can't see her. I'm just like shot in the dark. Yeah, go for it. Okay. I already know that did not work. Okay. Yeah, so both of them were awful for that first shot. So that one didn't go. So it was like a two and a four. I don't think it was a four. Yeah, uh, yeah. Unfortunately, you send in your, your sunbolts. They, judging by the sound, they didn't make impact. Okay. Um, they, wait, that was for both of those were just for one. For disadvantage, do I do the same thing again? Yeah, it's still a disadvantage because you still can't see her. Okay. Let's try this one. Two. Yeah, it's still garbage. You're fine. (laughs) Alright, alright. You send in another one. (laughs) Bounces off. Kind of explain. Um, We'll say that, you know, it can't. Your sun bolts uh, cleared up a little bit of the fog. So you have, um... Cool. All right. Nice. All right. You see less of the... the, the, Some of the fog cloud is dispersed due to your sun bolts. Alright, next up is Kira, and she'll, yeah, she'll just go in there. Um, you guys hear this, um... What is she cackling about? What's so funny? <laughs> Kira, I want to know! I don't understand the joke! <laughs> it's it to me! I didn't even hear a punchline! <laughs> Come on, man! You guys hear a, a cross pull discharge. Thanks. I worked hard on it. Okay. Did you mean it? Um, it, it sounds like some impact was made. Ha ha! You hear Kira Mort. Uh, call out and say, ah, I got you, witch! Uh, next up yes. is Ellie. Okay, um, I'm going to move closer to Kiara. Aha! Okay, um, Do you want to go around the pillar or try to climb over the pillar? Um, I'll climb over the pillar. Do I have to make a check or yeah, something? Yeah, make, make it like an, uh, how are you, are you going to just try to climb over it? You can do athletics or um, acrobatics. Or actually, can I just go around the pillar yeah. and just go towards Kira? Yeah, that's fine. Um, okay. And then, uh, I'm really 
going to bonus action uh, oh okay 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 yeah I'm going to crack my staff on the ground and be like alright um, dear, help us out as I'm going to use my <laughs> spirit totem cool. and is going to come forth as it it's a beautiful radiant unicorn. And Yes. Uh so I think the radius of it is thirty feet. Um would it be possible for me to get my spiders and us in that radius? Let's see. Don't think we have <laughs> unicorns. Just get a pony and pretend another one. Okay, that's fine. Um, I'm just gonna have it close to um, close to us, like those those rocks in front of us. I'll okay. just have a unicorn there, and like if you can't find a unicorn, that's fine <laughs> because this spirit doesn't really doesn't move. Like this. Yeah, doesn't really move or do anything. All right, so that's it, and it has a radius of thirty feet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, hang on, sorry, I know what it did. I, it's not an object, it's, here we go. Fairy token. Alright, fairy dragon. Yay, she's so beautiful. She's so beautiful. So majestic, many much beauty. In absolute awe. I don't remember how to put auras on stuff. It's okay. I generally know where Anyway, it's yellow now. <laughs> <laughs> it's yellow. I now. tried. <laughs> okay. So, everybody has advantage on ability checks to detect creatures. Excellent. Yes. Um, and what I am going to do is I am going to use the. Um, Sorry. Is there like an ad? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's fine. Uh, it's over now. I'm going. Yeah, so. Everybody in the unicorn aura gets um, advantage on ability checks to detect creatures, and my healing spells can heal more, basically. But I'm going to use my action to just, like, get really close to Kiara, put my, like, try to, like, get on, like, her shoulder, and I'll be like, all right, I'm going to help you be your, help be your eyes, as I'm going to use the help action to Helper attack. Okay, so you climbed on Kiara's shoulders. Uh, okay. Kind of like, like, because I'm, I'm kind of small. I'm like getting on her back like Yoda. I'm the Ninja Turtle and you're my shell. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly like that. Together we are one awesome Ninja Turtle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, her, her move. Leo Donatello. Leo <laughs> Alright, since so yeah. she's carrying you, her movement is halved. Okay. That's fine. You you can easily just buck me off your Okay, spot. next is Luna's turn. Okay, yeah. I think I've lost my held action, so I'm just gonna wait again until I can see her. Alright. So that's what I need to I need to just see her. 
Okay, holding action again. Kiara, it's your turn. And, um... So, my owl was able to get a sense for, uh, where... where the lady was? Yeah. Okay. So Am I owl... near enough to it to do a, say, of fire? Uh, what range is your fire? One, two, three, four, fifteen. No, you need to move to get closer to her. Yeah, like, okay. a, like a scorching ray? Probably not. I don't know what that is. Okay. Let me double check <laughs> the distance. I think it is fourteen. Fifteen sorry, but Self, fifteen foot come. Okay. So I'm gonna get closer then. Okay. Um, you can move usually 30 feet, but now you're carrying Ellie, so you can move 15 feet. So one, you can buck off, Ellie. Two, three. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll buck off if he's, she's trying to get closer. Yeah, okay. Can you use second wind? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's oh, you, you can, you, you can action surge. Yeah. What you can do is you can, can action surge and action to dash, and then you can cast your spell. Yeah, I was thinking I would do that. So I okay. use my action surge to dash, and then once going to make fire happen. <laughs> okay, so yes, fast, fast, you must go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I also, got you, Yoda. I'm also green. I just noticed that. <laughs> so perfect. Okay. Um. The. Do you just is a little bit floored by how much it mattered when she was younger, like how much it mattered to fit exactly like them, so much so that she had befriended someone who pretty much was an effective leader of the pack type. She was strong, she was capable, she was she had fervor like way beyond her years. She was driven, intelligent, and Effective in most things, both in physical and mental capabilities. And she admired her a lot, a lot, and had even sought to be her friend, her equal, and sort of, she's one of those people who's so, who so, is so zealous and so confident that they sort of bring up everyone in the room. Not really like the whole chummy, yeah, you got it, team. Instead, it's like you are racing to catch up because that is the bar that you need to raise up to. And she liked to think that this person was a close friend. And she at some point had at least brushed just very closely with maybe that potential before she started to see some clarity of what her father was doing before she began to question what he was doing and she wonders where he is now if at any point in time he was ever hurt by the fact that she was effectively willing to leave him behind so that she could stay in that society, stay with her friend who had, to that point, had even cared enough to sort of try and not really lift her up, but at least encourage that she become just as strong. And she thinks on it, and she regrets a few things that she did about how she left her, how she left her, how she left her mother, how she sort of let them fall by the wayside because she felt she had something else to do. 
And now that she's up here, she doesn't have, it's so vast. It's so much more vast than she expected. And she's just like, she doesn't even know where to start. She doesn't even know where her journey ends. She doesn't even know if she's ever truly free of Bria Shreya. She has every faith that she will either fall back into the soul chain of Brio Triact or that her friend may inevitably have to hunt her down, drag her back home and make an example of her as a deserter. And she's afraid of that. She's afraid of a lot of things. And it's so interesting that she feels a little bit far away from it, but every moment she feels a little bit in these moments where she's alone, she feels close to it because it's dark just like the cave and she sometimes she just vaguely wonders did I ever leave at all it's a lot of philosophical things happening she's just like oh, look at the stars reflecting and yeah feeling a lot of feelings <laughs> no yeah it's a lot of feelings <laughs> again I'm trying to sort through a lot of things and yeah. so um, are, are you are you um, is that a sufficient amount that you want to share yes okay didn't want to cut you off so, you know, you're, I can imagine she's sort of leaning on her knees and, you know, playing with something in her hands just to, like, keep herself busy somewhat. And then uh, you feel this little, like, pebble, like, hit you. It goes against, against your armor. And you look at it, and you're like, what was that? And you look around, and, like, everyone else is either in trance or um, sleeping. And um, you, you listen, and you hear it. A little closer to the mic, uh, I hear a little what? A little pss. Like someone's trying to get your attention. A little pss. Yeah. She has good dark vision, so she just sort of looks at where she hears it, like her ears, meh. <laughs> <laughs> and you look around, and, and you see this this figure in um, the, the distance. She looks familiar to you, and, and you can't quite make it out, because it's... Um, you... You swear it's Fiona, but you're like, why is she here? Because she's like your mage friend. And then she kind of beckons you. Come on. And she, like, and throws, she just, just throws like, it on the rock, and the rock misses. No, you see it. <laughs> see, like, a finger? You see a finger, like, like look at her, like, point at her face, and then point at you, and, you're, and then point at the ground. <laughs> And she just sort of like. As it's, it's, it's one of those weird areas of the game. Okay, so, um. Her images are up. Um. And it just attacked her. So. Alright, what was your attack on both? What was your attack? I, I got, um. A 24 and a 14. Okay, yeah, they both hit. Okay. Sure, someone just died. Five damage, that one, and oh, eight damage for the other guy. Okay, so it's thirteen. Do they poison her after that, or is that just another side? Um, they have to make a. It's a con save of eleven. So 
like the fog, the fog clears and I see my spiders on top of the cages scaring the, the spiders. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, get up, get off, get off. Because I just like cancel the spell. Uh, they look at you confused like, wow, we're just standing here. Um, sorry. As I just, I, I wave my wand and make like a smell of peppermint, I guess. Because like that was the only smell that they, like, I made that they really liked. Okay, I, yeah. I am like, I don't know how to speak their language, but... Make a charisma check. Oh, great. <laughs> oh, okay, not, not bad. Make just a charisma check, right? Mm-hmm. That is... 12. Um, I guess I'll just do a contested one. Okay, they buy it. They're happy. They like hey. it. You see them kind of just... Settle, settle down. Like they're all their little caps are like shaking, and um, the uh, I mean, all their little caps were kind of sh- shaking like this, and the spores were exuding. And then as soon as Ellie comes and waves her peppermint stick around, they're like, "Oh, that's nice!" And they kind of like put their little like knobby hands at the air and. Just so I can see it. I have, I've been missing the timer on that all the time because I'm just too in it. I can see the timer this time. Okay, so, um, guys, Bruno peeks at you guys from around this, like, uh, stalagmite, and he's just like, ugh, it's you guys again! And he goes up and behind the, the pillar. <laughs> You know this Wait a minute. I, I try to think. You know this monkey? Is. It's good at the one Wait, that I charmed. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> he, he, you see, like, these little, like, fish bones come flying at you guys and go no, away. <laughs> no, it's okay. We don't mean you harm. Okay. <laughs> he hit you, Ellie. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you know Gerdo 
Make a chat mom check. I mean, what's with the 12 plus what? Uh, your strength. Modifier. Oh, my strength? Okay, well, that's pretty good. So that's 12 plus 4. Okay, well, I rolled a natural 20, so, like, he just... Oh, snap! He just shoves you off. He's slippery. Like, his skin is really slick. Bob and weaving. And he tries to run away, and, like, the the collar around his neck just yanks him back. And he's just like, ugh. And then he's just this pitiful creature scrambling around on the the ground. He's just like... (laughs) Just... Kara just looks confused at him and is just like... Then it feels kind of bad. That he's sad. She's gonna try to cut him free. If we can. Yeah, it's a, it's a, like an old rope. Okay, I got my sword. Not gonna lie, I don't it's know what to make of him. Yeah, so, um, right here, I'll have you get just, uh, background on Crudo. For those of you who have not watched since the beginning, Crudo was one of these little, like, fish dudes they met on the submarine that they infiltrated the slaver submarine oh. and um, he was like the, the guy that like mucked out the like cells and then um, Luna charmed him and, he, and you guys found out that he had a crush on Denka but then um, Adwana promptly killed Denka um, the ship was basically destroyed they upset their god and um, Hogar um, for what we can gather Hogar the, the hag essentially escaped and kept Grudo as her prisoner and slave. And so... <laughs> okay, was, was this yeah. hag on the submarine? Yep. Okay. You just didn't fight her. She was in the area with the crane, and she fought um, the Arcane Boys, Adlana, and Keonti. Yeah, so, um, how are you, do you want to go to the end of the stalagmite and cut the rope there, or are you trying to cut the rope closer to him? Uh, closer to him, the way he's, he has this giant rope hanging behind him. I just okay. found out that I've been muted for a little while. <laughs> oh, no, no! Oh. I'm trying to, like, get everyone's attention so I can talk. Okay. Well, you have our attention now. Hey. The pity attention, but I'll take it. Um, well, I was gonna say. Ask, it, it took me like to do that. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try and ask. Why do I know the witch? But now I know more. Right? Yeah, I punched her in the face. I, I, I <laughs> actually no. It was Lana who did the memory. combat. You know how that works? It's muscle memory. You um. You are at the crane. Yeah, you are at the crane and saving the like people in the crane. I remember that was a pretty fun. Okay, so that was it. It wasn't like anything else. Yeah. Fine, great. So, okay. Yeah. Um, Candy's gonna go wander over to the cauldron real quick. Okay, so you go over to the cauldron. It's a big, thick iron, like wrought iron cauldron. It's dense, it's heavy. Um, You can carry it, but you're. You probably need some help carrying it, and you have to like empty the contents of it, but like you look at it. Based on the description, it, this is the right thing. Okay. So you got your cauldron. Is he still freaking out? He, yeah, I mean, like, um, he, he's, he tried to grab him, and, um... Can I intimidate him into just chilling out, like, QUIT YOUR SQUIRMING! Yeah, yeah, make an intimidation. <laughs> yes! 
Make one. Let's do it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Nineteen plus five. Nineteen plus five. <laughs> You see him like kind of like hug himself and I'm gonna push your attention. Sit still while we get you free. Then you can go wherever you like. I won't keep you. You understand? Don't mind me just grabbing something real quick. I'm going to saunter up. Just nod. While uh, Kiara is like and I pull out my pipe and I'm like, don't don't mind my friend here. And I start blowing bubbles. <laughs> she can get riled up a little bit. Look, we just want some answers here. And then I point my my pipe at at Grudo. What does she want with the sporlings? What is she What is she trying to do? What's her aim? What's her angle? <laughs> you see him like kind of like still like he's leaning away from you guys. Uh, Hogar, what want? Uh, Megla upset because Hogar failed. She come here to make potions to try to come back into Coven. Coven trying to, to do uh, strengthen Megla, make him strong. Want to? Um, you see him like think really hard. Uh, make not dead anymore thing. Want to bring something back using Megla? Bring something back. Mm-hmm. Like necromancy. Did she say what? Mm, old thing. Mm. Old scaly thing. What? Yes. Old dragon. Yeah. Wait. I turned towards Keonti. I was like, didn't you? <laughs> s- yeah, I was like, didn't you say that this this giant shark that we met like has some sort of connection with your And I look around and I lean in close. Your your grandpa dragon Grandpa Dragon <laughs> Grand Dragon Grand Dragon Grand Dragon Grand Dragon Dragon Grudo? Grudo? Grudo, okay. Can you turn Grudo? And she's going to be like... Lizard Man? Is this the cup? Is that like what your coven worships? Are you in this coven too? Coven leadership of sapping what we are. He points to himself. Long time trying to Reclaim seeds lost to uh, <laughs> what you call variants. Make um any, uh, anyone who's proficient in history can make a, a history check. Oh my! Like, what, what did he say? You cut out the end. Variants. Variants. Okay. We got like a plus three. Eight, so I don't think it's gonna work. Mine's a zero, so that's fine. Um, you know variants are another aquatic race. Alright. I'll roll history then. Are you proficient in history? I got... It says I have a three, but I think that's just... 
Okay, mine says I'm proficient in history, but I'm not smart, so I don't expect much. Oh, I think well, that you don't have role. a bubble filled and it's just an untrained. Yeah. You're just smart. So mine's I mean, proficient. I guess that works for me then. Yeah, you no, can right. do it. You can still do it. I think it's because of your, your noble background. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. Uh, wow, that was uh, great. Yeah. I can't read this number. It is so small. Alright, hold it. You need a new sheet. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Uh, 13. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. So, like, you Better know, they're, than zero. They're basically the Tritons, if you, like, look at D&D. Um, um, they're just, like, a smarter... They're, like... Yeah, they're just, they're like a smarter aquatic race that, you know, smarter as in, like, they're on par with, like, you guys and they live underwater. And so, like, um, you know that they live off the coast of the Arcanic Empire, um, but, mm-hmm. like, their dealings is, have been limited because they're, they just stay underwater. Okay, so the coven belongs to the, what was it, the Vera? Varian. No. Oh, no, the, no. No, they're fighting the Varians. Yeah, they're coming. Right the lizard people are fighting the Varians, and so to fight the Varians, they're talking to their... They're trying to summon their little sea god. Yeah, basically... Okay, so I'll, I'll write it up. Varians... <laughs> took over sea. Coven... Right here. Bring back their their god, but it's their god is not the Megala, right? Because we saw the, <laughs> the shark thing, right? Shark we saw thing him go up. We saw the thing. We, we totally saw him. We just managed to drive him away. Yeah. yeah. So basically, okay. So what he's telling you is that the coven wants to reclaim the seas. They want to summon an ancient god. And this somehow involves the Megalodon. Yeah. Not my husband, Cthulhu. No, not your husband. Maybe What's your this? Husband, Cthulhu, you guys What's this my ancient point. god you're trying to bring back? Is it pointing my? Grudo, uh, no, no. Grudo, no, no. Grudo, small. Grudo, no. They don't tell Grudo these things. Is he lying? Can I tell? Is it? Uh, 17. It's a no. Okay. That's a no. So you're doing all this work and you don't even know the outcome? <sighs> no, I'm I left deck for poop. It's <laughs> 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 fair. Kiara laughs. There's a. <laughs> While, while you're like while you're like holding him or like holding him by the stroke. He's just like you see him like I look even more concerned as Kara just laughs out loud. He's just like, I don't like Yeah, in all of her indelicateness you just <laughs> Can you hand me the there's like a black cord on that? Yeah. <laughs> and she just like <clears throat> sorry. <laughs> And it's just like, well, there are some leaders that think that the, the less their underlings know, the better. That's fair. 
It's oh, fair. Just be entangled in her hair. It's fine. All right, well, um, I don't really have any more questions. I don't know. Hold on. Is there anything else to this plan? Anyone else connected to it? Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Like touching their little bells, like 
I, I, I reach into my pack and bring out one of the good berries and I give him one. Here. <laughs> Make a charisma check. <laughs> Do a persuasion one, actually. Oh, yes. This is place. super good. It's a 24. He, like, tentatively, like, takes it and then, like, tries to eat it. Well, sour. Like, like his mouth opens up wider than you'd expect. Oh, and then he just I, 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 like, you know, like Stitch opens his mouth. Uh-huh. And um garbage lid. Yeah, garbage <laughs> lid. And then he looks at you guys with these wide ocular eyeballs. Uh, and then kind of slinks over and looks back just to make sure that you guys are, are, aren't going to, like, jump him. And then he, like, tiptoes into the water and looks I, back one more time. I wave at him. And then you see him just submerge in the water and swim away. <laughs> Odd fellow, ain't he? And she just pump, pump, pump to one of the swirlings. They, they, like, kind of like it. Because, um, <laughs> like, you see them, like, kind of, like, twirl a little bit and then, like, kind of, like, try to reach for your hand to do it again. Aww. <laughs> what, wait, what does it smell like? Um, Just it's... The spores, the spores coming off of it. It's... Um, I, I mean, it's... It smells like flowers, like a sweet floral scent. So. Aw, they smell like me. Because <laughs> I twirled my hair. <laughs> uh, can we, like, take the... How do we take the spores back with us? Do we just let them free? Do they walk back? Or? Uh, we set them free and we can chaperone them back? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. I just oh, do right. a thing when I'm tapping them and they're trying to go towards my hands and like kind of guy like tricking them into coming closer to me. I'm like, I'll come, Makai Piper it. Yeah, all right, everybody, just follow me. As I like wave Can my staff. Can music? Like I'll play flag. my flute the whole time. Oh my god. I like wave my staff kind of like a like a flag and just make just peppermint uh-huh. smell. And I'm like hoping that they, I don't know, like would follow me. I don't know. Yeah, Kira comes up just like, well, y'all took that, which damn right quick. Has an odd little thing. She, like, kind of, like, kicks at the, like, the rope that Prudo was at the end of. Well, um, if y'all want to escort the Spartans, you can do it, but I can also take him. Here, y'all are in sort of a hurry. Yeah, I think we should. Yeah, we should probably get out of here, guys. Take them home. Yeah, we can escort them home. And I'm gonna, um, Points at uh, oh my gosh, I forgot. Kiramore, more. Kiramore, yep. Kiramore. Mm-hmm. I point her like this, like Sarah Moon, and, <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, we've dealt with evil before. Okay, so we'll just punish it many times. Actually, guys, I think like in between us, there is the big thing of like the bugs. Maybe we should let them take it. Yeah, there is a whole, you know, hive in the way. I think we should you probably better still be able to take them home for us. Yeah, I know all the nooks and crannies of this place. No worry, I'll take these little spore wings, oh, perhaps. I want to walk with them. They're just blow bumps. Yeah, sort of like... Mm-hmm. Alright, like, well, we gotta take them past Carlo anyway, so y'all come <laughs> on back to Carlo and then I, you can get your sword and get the... The elders bless it to get inside. So. Yeah, and then we can we can leave. Yep. So, 
and then hopefully you can get your June power. Yeah, hopefully. I was really worried about that lightning, but I thought it wasn't really gonna do much. So you guys. Uh, I mean, it looked like it came out just fine. Maybe you still have your druid powers. I, I do. They're just not great. Yeah, you like kind of like look at your hands and see like usually they have like a slightly blue little sparkle and they kind of like flicker and like do <laughs> like like someone just like turned like turned down the brightness setting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you guys come back to Carlo. Okay, I'm gonna take a quick break, but I'm just looking at this party break. We can take like a quick break. It's like nine o'clock. Yeah, okay, yeah, we'll do a five-minute break, guys. Before departing with them, I just kind of gather all the little bells, and I just do one, one united... (laughs) (laughs) They actually, like, jump a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) She's delighted. Like, I'll come on it. Alright, I'm gonna restart this computer. Okay, so you guys return to Carla. Oh yeah, the sea hag turned into foam. That's fun. Her body crumbled into sea foam. You return to Carla and report to the elders. The male elder, Deluca Demban, smiles and you hear through his gravelly voice a response of praise, judging by the tone. Elendril, you can understand him because he said, um, he recognizes that you can understand because you you can tell when people understand your language. Uh-huh. And he goes over to you and he says, "You have done well." The gravelly voice is very good. You have done well. You and your companions and cowboys. You will do well in the world. And he takes out. He kind of reaches over it and he pulls out this shiny rock. Yes. 
So when you said passing stone, I was worried it was like a kidney stone someone passed. Like, no, this is not. Don't like kidney stone. Yeah, yeah, I, I, no. <laughs> Oof. You um, go over to. So, Candy, you kind of remember rolling this giant, like, cauldron. Cauldron? Yeah. <laughs> and then the arcane boys come up and see you, and, and um, Kenny shows up and he's like, You guys went away, we didn't know where you went. Where? And we were, we were worried. We killed a witch. That's really awesome. How'd you do it? <laughs> You I killed her with Bird. deadly spiders. So you recant the story with great detail. Norte shows up. Um, he's like, can you believe it? They don't have any food here. And, uh, well, yeah, they're rocks. I guess that's true. I was just hoping they'd have something. You know, like, maybe, like, uh, yeah, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> well, if you can stomach anything, there's a bunch of, uh, Rotten fish over at a hut that's now empty. Oof. Uh, I'll think so. No one's going to be claiming it anytime soon. I'm good. I'm not that desperate. <laughs> I mean, some of the fish might not be rotten. Just most of it was. Just like, we'll find you that or something. Don't worry about it. There's plenty of mushrooms in a cave. Now, if you cook it, it becomes unrotten. That's not how no, that works. <laughs> I look at my staff. Really, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so I have these giant soldier. Where do I get my closet? Oh, yeah, you roll it over to the blacksmith and he, um, he hands you your sword. That is, um, I put on, this is in another set of notes. Hang on. I have to pull this one out. Myself a cool sword. Jara. There we go. You go over the Jara. He says, well, thank you. Real nice to have one of these around here. And get some nice work done. Good for, he like prattles on about like what it's for. You don't understand any of it because it's all smithing stuff. You're like, mm-hmm. Yeah, can you me with a knob so lightly the whole time? Yep. Like, her eyes, like, dashing over the full sword to us. So she's not gonna interrupt. And, uh, as an old person, he goes on for quite a while. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, oh, my goodness. He sees her eyes glaze over, and he's like, mm, I'm sorry, little lady. I just don't get a lot of people listening to me these days. And he takes out the, the box and unclicks it and takes the sword, shades it for you, and hands it over to Dale. Here is your sword. Thank you so much. I appreciate you making this harder with me. Oh, I am Well, my pleasure. It's not like many of us down here are going to have use for a sword. And once again, I, I thank you. Good. Yes. And I'm like, yeah, sword. Uh, you guys return 
Joaquin boys are back. Barry says in a reading, he's like, back. And alive. Let's go. Yeah, let's go, guys. How with fairies on this one? Yeah, we can <laughs> finally get out of the underdark. Wow, we still have a tomb. I thought you said underdark for a second. Underdark. Underdark. <laughs> okay, so. Welcome to the jam. That's, that's another. <laughs> Moving forward, you guys. Here, here we, here we go. We'll go back to ominous music. The entrance to the tomb of Briotrax stands before you as an ominous edifice that looms. Oh, his heart's just like racing. Thud, thud, thud. There's a fence that has been wrapped around out of some, a rock around it like some type of metal you don't recognize. It extends up and has large spikes atop of it. The bars hum with a magical energy and glisten with carved runes. You see uh, Narte kind of curiously tapping. He goes, ow, 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 don't touch it. It's not? <laughs> Zappy. Zappy. Don't what? <laughs> ow. <laughs> Roll D4. Take your damage. Okay. Whoopsie damage. Why didn't you warn me? So if you keep touching it, long enough, just like, if you just keep touching it enough, you'll eventually die. So yeah, that, that's accurate. You would only die of stubbornness. <laughs> Why didn't anybody warn me? So at the you you eventually come to a gate in this fence. There's a pedestal next to it. And atop it there's a smooth groove. The perfect shape for the stone you were gifted. Oh, what a coincidence! What a coincidence! It's like it was supposed to go there. You drop it in. Oh my god. Alright, so Pansy, you go ahead and walk up to the pedestal. And um, and into the the groove of the pedestal, there is a um, it, the pedestal lights up, and you hear the hum of bells tinkling. And you're, you turn your head to the gate uh, and the fence, and notice that uh, bells have been subtly forged into the design. The gates jingle and then um, shift to either either side on grooved railways. How do you have such a good laddie? Wait, what? Sorry, there is a. There is just an ad. There is an ad. Another ad. Oh yeah. Gotta get out. All right. Because I'm on his track. So the gates um, slowly, smoothly open up. You marvel at the sheer craftsmanship before moving on. Um, before you is the entranceway to this great and terrible tomb. Jagged stalagmites surround the entrance like a mangled jaw, and darkness seems to spring forth in uh, not not like puffs. <laughs> But you know, like waves. Waves. You're like you know, mist kind of swells, swells, swells out. This is the place. Hesitantly, you step back and you step inside. The 
black marble with flecks of silver specks in it sparkle as you pad across the floor. Pillars of similar obsidian color flank the halls. Their braziers aglow an eerie blue flame. You hold your hand out to it, and they give off light, but not warmth. The voice you heard in the echoes of the caves, the same one that whispered and tickled at your minds, speaks in full volume. Volume! Not harsh, but present. Which is eerie, as there seems to be no source, for the sound is all around you. Welcome. I've been expecting you, little wanderers. Step forward, one at a time. Okay, so at the end of the glossy black hall is a set of doors with a thud they crack open and swing um, forth with ghostly hands. Beyond is nothing but empty blackness. It chills your bones and licks at your sides, yet you feel a strange pull towards it. Kayanthi, you step forward into this darkness crossing through mist and walk in complete darkness till a blue flame flickers to life. You come to a, a circular chamber. The floor illuminates with a large magic circle with four um, exterior circles around it. So there's a pedestal that's raised and there's this big bulbous round cauldron on it. And then out from that cauldron are four more circles. The, um, there is a staircase that skirts the edge of a large cauldron, and you can walk up to the rim of the cauldron. It's the size of a swimming pool, and you can submerge yourself in it if you wanted to. Um, the lights around you, the circles, as you step across the floor, they light up. Um, and there's ancient writing along the edges of the circle. You don't recognize it. As your eyes adjust to this darkness, you see a gigantic. You know, you've kind of been in this room before. You you recognize yeah, it. I'm like, this is familiar. Yeah. I remember thinking of that. Yeah, a gigantic figure looms over you. You see thick chains coiling around a tree, which you, you didn't see before because it was too dark. And uh, carved on this tree are more primordial writings carved into the trunk. The trees. Um, is um, it's healthy and strong despite you know you can assume reasonably that there's that no sunlight down here. Yeah, the branches reach up into the darkness and leaves cling to its limbs. The figure is bound tightly to a tree and blue colored liquid drips down from the sides. Your eyes follow the liquid to an empty arm socket. Feathered, feathered wings arch upward and are pinned down to the tree with spikes. The torso and legs of the body are bound to the tree and black hair droops downward. You can, your eyes catch a glint of teeth, but they're in the wrong place. The whole head is in the wrong place. Its upside down neck is twisted in a way that no mortal could have survived, yet this body breathes. And you can see the rise and fall of the chest. Eyes then open with a, shale, uh, a shade of teal that you're familiar with. Kayandi, you feel oddly at ease, and um, in your mind, the same image uh, that you had of this beautiful woman um, shows up. You, you know it's just in your mind, though. Um, okay. 
and she says, They're adjusting, I can see. I reached to the minds of my children and I found one, a few more things for you. Oh, I agree. Journey. 
and then um, these doors on the other side of the room to the left open up. This is the way out. Follow the road and you'll come to the other side of the caves. Your friends will pass through here too. Just wait for them in the antechamber. Okay, you go and you walk over there. Okay, so back. Hold on, I got, I got a question. Sure. Okay, so you said there are four fragments. Yes. These, I thought two of them, technically, but the other two are not known yet. Yes. Yeah, you have like, yeah, you suspect okay. that one is on Trina's okay, so. family's land somewhere. So there are four and you suspect fragments. your grandpa has another one. I thought two of them. And the third one, the fourth one is missing. Yes. But the other two are not okay. Killed. And then, what does the Sword of Ages do? And it kills the dragons. Alright, we kill dragons. And of course, they're keeping that for themselves. Right. Yeah, they're keeping the like only instrument that could hurt them to themselves. <laughs> yeah. Well, that that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then, what are right, the Sword of Ages? Campy, we'll go ahead and bow to Lady Alright, we kill dragons. Thank you so much. Of course, they're keeping that for themselves. I will do what I can to serve you. She, you see, um, okay. she, she's happy right, that you, you, you say these things to her. Um, and you see Thank just you so much. this slight yeah, smile before her, the I'll image of her in your mind vanishes. And then uh, you go into the other antechamber. So back to the group. The doors open again. Yeah, it's very uncomfortable. The doors open again. And just kind of holding her ground. She doesn't want to go in right now. A couple minutes pass. I I hold Luna's hand. I'm like, I mean, we can go together. I said alone. I don't think we can go. Can I talk to them? You're in the other room, so no. Dang it! I look at the other two and I'm like, would you like me to go check it out first? Sure. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's fine. I can't hear you. Yeah, that's uh, fine. Okay, yeah. anything? Sorry. They say, yeah, that's fine. They don't want to go first. <laughs> <laughs> and Kira, like, is obviously anxious. Like, even in the dark light, you guys probably don't really notice that her normal gray, her weight of in is, like, or, like, a very shallow lilac. She's she's pretty much facing a god who is bound to fail. So she just is like, well, if the tower can see any better, I promise to wait for you on the other side, best I can. Yeah, I just I stay strong. Um, remember, no deals. You're clever, lads. Both of you. They'll be fine. And so, like, you're just soldiers on. Okay, you step into the chamber. You see the, the doors close behind you in this dark room. And you feel um, cold hands on you. Uh, such an interesting soul we have here. 
so loyal in your past lives, and yet in this one I can sense the distinct sense, stench of betrayal. Mm -hmm.
two of you, um, you, you throw yourself in front of your daughter, and um, the arcane elf leaps atop you. He takes, like, this huge chunk out of your shoulder, and um, you wrestle for a moment. Blue blood wells up, and um, you hear this... Um, crunch as uh, this sword is plunged through the back of this arcane elf and then you hear the it's, you know, he, he throws liquor gets out and uh, you uh, hear her you see her standing above you, she puts out her hand and one of her ears is all like gnawed off essentially she, she says let's go you go up to the tower, to the final chamber where the teleportation circle is. On this floor is the crystal, the one you must overload for the city. All you need to do is access the terminal, buy it, and max out the power. Mother, come on, the portal is ready. You look at your daughter. Only one of you needs to stay and overload the system. She doesn't need to die, but you know she won't leave without you. What do you do? I betray her trust and I let her live. Okay, so you uh, take your, uh, you place your hand on the power grid that lights up and then you just trail your fingers across the top and as the, the magic surges forth, um, your daughter looks at you and says, Mother, will we? You can't, we need to, we can both live, no, we, the, um, the teleportation circle hums, and then you push her through and whisper the words, I love you, Kayla, and then you shut off the, she goes through, teleports out, you shut off the power to the, the teleport, and then you overload the city, and the last thing you remember from that life is just a blur of white. The memory is obviously very stressful. Yes. It probably simulates a lot of physical pain on KR currently. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Take six psychic damage. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> it probably does. You're right. Here you go. Yeah, this. You're trembling from the impact, and um, you're, you know, you notice your hand reaching out, and you know, as you, the same way you had pushed your daughter through the, the portal, and you remember more from that life in a brief instance, just you know, being with your daughter and having a grandchild, and the life you had, and uh, more tore you apart. Kira, the um, soul remembers pain very clearly, and the echo of that loss is something that Kira takes a minute or so to write herself again. And it's just this moment where she just. 
when she looks at Beatrice with something she has avoided this entire time she had kept her head down, she looks at her. And she sort of studies herself as best we can, and she's like, more than war and I seek to find it and with all due respect goddess I only ever hope that I will always pose a disappointment to you the doors to the right open you can see Kayanthi standing on the other side Mastering herself as best she can, she uh, she walks out. Get close behind you. Yeah. Fancy uh, holds out her hands to her and be like, "Are you a little cry?" She obviously looks bad. Fine as I can be. I just hope the other should come up uh, fresh. <laughs> well, we've been through something similar, or maybe even worse. <laughs> He's recalling the time he had that hair boot cut. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so back at the, the other antechamber. Do we have a mic? So I've been holding um, Luna's hand the entire time. Cause we've just been waiting in silence, I, I would assume, just yeah. like in anticipation. Mm-hmm. Um, I see, like, does the door just light up to... Yeah, it, it closes when they go through, and then, and then it opens back up. I turn towards Luna, and I, I um, and I'm like, don't worry, I'll soften her up for you. Okay. Good luck. Please, please be okay. I don't know what I do or something happened to you. I'll be on the other side for you. I try to walk upright, sternly, gripping my staff, and I walk through the door, and I slam my, and like, as soon as I'm in the room, I slam my staff on the ground, and I summon my, um, my spirit friends to be with me. Okay, so like the four... Yeah, I, I, yeah. I basically cast um, dancing lights, so like all five of them are just like kind of hovering around me. Okay. Yeah. So. And I, I just kind of look around. All right, goddess, do your worst. You just hear this kind of like. <laughs> Hold my staff close to me. You just hear this like microphone in a neutral spot between the two. Yeah. Well, well, we did that initially. That's not really what worked. (laughs) All right. (laughs) We'll just have to pass it uh, until we figure out a different plan. So, um, you hear this kind of snort. Yes. Little fae touched child. You 
like can see the kind of like this hand coming out of the darkness and it just taps your little spirit friends. You see them bob down. <laughs> oh, don't be afraid. If I wanted to kill you, I could have done so by now. This entire cave is my domain. Besides, I have plenty of your kin in my cauldron. Of course. I sent one of my paladins to go and round them up for me. By the batch of druids, and I just, well, let's say I didn't want my siblings to have more of them. Regardless, that's not what we're here to talk about. I'm a goddess of fate, and I have duties to tell those who come to me. You may ask me three questions, and I will answer them. So, so it's you. You're the one that's killing my kin. And, but, you're, you're a true god of, of death. You're killing them before their time has come. How can you justify that? Well, I didn't kill all of them, just half. Fled to the little. Let's fled to the Fey Wilds. She looks up, sort of annoyed. I think, as far as justification, I do not seem need to find such a thing. I don't. I don't need to justify myself to a mortal. Then you're breaking your own natural cycle of death. It's just all things die. Mortals don't really mean much to gods. They're like currency. I can put you in this pot. I can put you in a new body. What difference does it make? Your little Eladrin souls have been reincarnated as well. She looks up. Hmm. What's her name now? Dear Trebraden. She's one of the Eladrin that's been reincarnated as a drow. Why do you think she's so good at magic? Is it Deirdre? Yep. What do you know about the arcane elves? I mean, are they part of. I mean, I feel like they break the natural cycle, but they deserve to be in this world, too. Their souls are unclaimed. When they die, they wander until they're caught up by someone. See, unclaimed? Unclaimed, yes. They wander until they're caught up by someone. As far as being a part of the cycle... Well, it's not really mine to grant. That's something you should bring up with my Yeah. I have one more question. You have three. Was that three? Questions? That was three. Oh. That was three. Then when you get outside, you should try summoning your little fae friend again. And the door's open. I, I walk out looking kind of like disturbed and hesitant and remembering her words I 
Okay, is someone boink? She said when you get out. Yeah, when I get out, of course. Outside, outside? She meant like the, the cage. Yeah. Like, you're not outside the cage. Oh, okay, sorry, I thought that exit was outside. No, you're in another antechamber. And, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I just rejoined. Um, yeah, you, you're with Kiara and uh, Kaylee. Um, thanks. Um, I hope Luna's gonna be okay. Kiara, sort of. <laughs> Just a little awkward. Yeah, I, I hug, I hug her. <laughs> okay, you guys do a group hug. And um, back at the other antechamber, the arcane elves look at Luna. I'm assuming you're still hesitating. Yes. <laughs> so, Farius uh, just shrugs and walks through. <laughs> like five minutes pass and the doors open again. <laughs> and then um, the other two look at each other like, uh, okay. And uh, Narte and Canaris subsequently go. Um, and now you're alone in the room, Luna. Okay. The doors open once more. She takes like a deep breath and like forces. Yeah. yeah, she takes a deep breath and just forces herself to walk forward, just like mindfully pushing each step as she gets closer. Okay. You enter the chamber. You uh, feel this chill in the air, almost like long fingers trailing down your arm in like a super creepy way. Ah, Luna. What a struggle you have had. And what a delightful amount of rage. Do you say anything? Nope. You just sort of feel her kind of like shift around you. Haven't you been wondering why your druidic powers haven't been working? Because of you, I know. Oh, I am very spiteful. That much I will admit to. But my Lukia hasn't exactly been helping you either. You see her. Do you just sort of see this shadow loop around the room? interfere with fate. And therefore I have not touched you. But why don't we call her here? And then the, the white circle around the cauldron glows an intense light bursts forth. The totem around your neck bursts also with light that is white. You feel pressure on your body as wind whips at your face and silver moonlight glistens in the room. This better be good, sister. I don't want you. Oh, dear. My Lucia, the goddess you met as a child, and trained and learned from, stands before you in a splendor and glory that reflects the moon's full glow. She's in a humanoid form with long, flowing white hair, with a small unicorn horn. And silver eyes that are reflective of the moon. Rayotract purrs in your mind. 
tell her why she's been struggling so. My Lucia sighs. All druids of mine have a calling to protect the balance and order of nature. Lena, will you heed that call? Of course. And if nature is warped or perverted, you are to destroy it. Is this a call you will answer? Yeah. Then prove me, oh faltering child. Prove to me that your will will be swallowed up in my own. She points to the ground. Guys, come on out. Uh oh, I'm scared. Let's see how much psychic damage you take. <laughs> okay. Raise it, bro! Um, so, oh, t- tumble, tumbling out of the darkness, um, you see, it's, I roll for eight series, he comes out, like, looking like con- the most confused you've ever seen him look. <laughs> <laughs> That's same. Because we've been trying. And then you hear Rio Trip go, oh, I liked him. <laughs> Mylukia points at Farius. Kill this abomination of nature. Kill this wretched creature whose entire race is an abomination of nature. Perfect nature perverted by mortal hands. Bringing balance back to the order of nature. If they're not natural, then why are they here? Because why are they reproducing? Why are they just... Because mortal hands perverted nature. And as a Druid of mine, it is your duty to right this wrong. But natures and ecosystems are always changing. They didn't choose to be that way. They're making the best of what they have at this point. At least these ones are. This isn't a choice, Luna. This is an act of obedience. Will you? That demon was right about one thing. You did have it in you to be a vessel. But do you have it in you to follow my will? I'm not going to do that. Your will is, not, in this case, is not justified. Uh, mortals and their justification, their own existence is a mockery of nature. They shouldn't be here to begin with, and this is how we balance it. We kill them. The same way that Briarchishak was killing the Aladrin. I kind of thought you know that, at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Aladrins are already in in this cycle. Here, I'll make it easy for you. You see this thorn whip come out, and um, she, like, whips, like, uh, she she binds it around Farius, and she's... (laughs) She's not making it easier! Don't make it more guilty! (laughs) All you have to do is use your sword. Now put this miserable creature to an end. That's why your powers haven't been working. That's why I've been withholding them, because you insist on protecting these worthless creatures. They're not worthless, and you're clearly just being closed-minded and not accepting things for how they are. Like, this is the world now, and they're just trying to live in it. She sizes you up with her eyes. You have one more chance to prove yourself. And then uh, she she leaves in a flash of light. She looks at Farius like, 
he's just like she's not expecting him to think much of it or like much of her for choosing that but he kind of is just like well that happened I'm gonna go <laughs> he just like gets up and he walks out <laughs> she looks at Rio tracks but she's like ready to go to <laughs> he Rio tracks says to you you were meant to be so much more than her little slave. And then you, uh, and then she, she manages all well, and the, the doors are pulled open. Okay. So both of you walk out. And, um, you guys come outside, reunite with the party. Um, exit to the two. There's just a pathway. You can see the light of the outside. And now you guys are finally out of the caves. Luna just, like, cheers really loudly. <laughs> <laughs> They're so happy. You made it! Look at the sun! It's the sun! Yeah, I hug Luna. Okay. Yeah, so you guys, uh... It's about, um, well, someone's yeah. muted. Someone is muted. Her name is Serena. <laughs> there is. Hi, cat. Oh, the cat came in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she opened the door. Uh, it stays open. You'll see demons. Alright, uh, if there's sun nearby, she doesn't really notice it. It's just like, all of a sudden, like, why is my head hurt? Okay, ow, ow. <laughs> ow, 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 ow. Ow, ow, ow. What? What is the ow? It's unpleasant. What is this? What is. Someone get a blanket! <laughs> it's like lots of fairy lights, but worse! Oh, so much worse! <laughs> I, I take out my bedroll and I just, I kind of drape it over. <laughs> <laughs> and from underneath, you just hear her going, rrr, rrr, Is this the bonfire in the sky you were speaking of? Yes, this is it. <laughs> this is it. Yeah, it's evening, so the sun is setting. The arcane elves sort of blink at the light too, and then you, they shift to their animal forms. And uh, you guys, do you guys just want to? Um, I assume you guys can. Just, you guys can just walk a little bit more, and then um, walk down the path, go into the forest, um, and then uh, set up camp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And we'll we pick, do that. We'll pick up next time. Hello, this is Tiffany, your DM. Thank you so much for listening to Dungeon Damsels. We really appreciate all your support. Please be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. That really helps us out. And if you're interested, we also have a Patreon, as well as um, a podcast version of our show. You can find it on Spotify, TuneIn, Podcast, Podbay, Podbean, and pretty much where pod- anywhere where podcasts are. <laughs> Thank you again so much, and we hope to hear from you soon.